Hey everyone, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. As you guys know, this is our 666th episode, and I have been synthesizing the most profound things that I've learned in the last couple of years. And it all really comes down to one thing. All ancient spirituality, all cutting-edge science comes to one thing. That's the evolution of consciousness. All of the most important metaphysical questions that exist. Jake, thanks for your question. I'll address that. I will. The question was about if this is a computed game of sorts. We'll, we'll definitely get there. All of the most important metaphysical inquiries about the true nature of reality come down to the evolution of consciousness. We as one cohesive whole, unbounded, infinite whole, are exploring infinity. So we, we're going to refer to that as source. Okay, we're going to call that source. This infinite unbounded whole. And we are exploring infinity. And if you'd like to visualize this, you can visualize this like the source light splitting through a prism and becoming the visible light spectrum. You may have seen that in the images that we've recently been posting. This is the absolute hardest thing that I've ever done is piece together all of this content across everything I've learned the last couple of years into a, what I'm calling a digital Sistine Chapel the world has a lot of noise, and so I would really like to make something of great signal that can last the test of time, that brings people a lot of value, that people can continue building on top of over time. So that idea of us all being an unbounded infinite whole called source exploring infinity and us being a this being a permutation of that a combinatoric if you will now this completely depends i'm going to speak to this on a scientific level as well because it's very important that we get to 
the understanding of this on not only a non-dual spiritual level, but also on a scientific level. So on a scientific level, what I believe is going to be the most important, one of the most important fields of the 21st century is called evolutionary psychology. Of course, along with artificial intelligence, and there's going to be more that emerges, but evolutionary psychology is what you could call this scientifically. And it's basically what you can look back 5,000 years and you can find spiritualists in India and many other parts of the world that have been studying these interior states of consciousness. So now science has a term for it evolutionary psychology and we're studying it and very generally speaking the evolution of consciousness has been from a deep time perspective from that source point which you could call the big bang or you could call god or you could call all that is or you could call basically any of those up until the evolution of life somewhere around 4 billion years ago, let's say. And then that process of what is abiogenesis, the initial formulation of life, and everything that it's picked up over these billions of years, going from single-cell organisms to multi-cell organisms to building up this nervous system, and all of the experiences that we've been like a chain epigenetically building up until this point. That's why you, when you're born, already basically have a tremendous amount of a priori biological and cognitive infrastructures already built within you. Now, what we could call this evolution is that your ability to go from egoic perceptual inf infrastructure to slowly evolve beyond ego, right? Evolutionary psychology and spirituality are both pointing the same thing. We evolve beyond ego and this next, what you could call level, is something along the lines of a social or an ethno style perception. So all of a sudden we realize that, okay, well, I'm evolving beyond my ego and I can now perspective take. I now know how to get behind someone else's eyes. I know how to, I know how to empathize better. And ethno meaning that, okay, now I associate myself maybe with my state or maybe with my country. So that's an evolution. I'm speaking very generally here. We could definitely get into more of the nitty gritty nuances, especially with people like Jean Piaget that have been literally studying this. There are many other incredible psychologists that have been studying this, but I'm giving you at a very, very, very abstracted level rather than getting into the nitty gritty details. The next one is having a world centric consciousness. So you move beyond just being social or ethno to world centric. All of a sudden you're realizing that humans are one species out of 10 million other species. You're realizing that every single breath of air that you take in 
you're literally summoning the photosynthesis that has been happening by phytoplankton and trees on the planet. Every breath of air and your exhale of CO2 goes directly back to them and the, pro and the cycle of photosynthesis continues. So you're really starting to get this world-centric perspective, right? You can tell we're embedding both science here with things like photosynthesis and evolutionary psychology, but we're also talking about this very spiritually as well. As the consciousness becomes less egocentric, it becomes acknowledging the interconnectedness, the depth of the interconnectedness, which many indigenous wisdoms across the planet have been communicating for the longest time. Okay, so we've gotten to this world-centric perspective. Now, this is kind of the, this is where evolutionary psychology kind of is, is trying to figure out how to get to the next levels. We call this transpersonal psychology. Going beyond just your personal self, right? So we had a little bit of that in the world-centric with understanding the interconnectedness, but are we really actually feeling the truth of being the photosynthesis? Are we feeling the truth of being the phytoplankton and the tree? And in the ancient spiritual lineages of, of metaphysics, again, this is not specific to one. In Hinduism, we have Advaita Vedanta. In Buddhism, we have Zen and Dzogchen. In Christianity, we have Gnosticism. In Judaism, we have the Kabbalah and Hasidism. And in Islam, we have Sufism. So we literally have, and this isn't even to include uh, West African Vodun, or this isn't even including the, uh, the practices at sweat lodges and the Native Americans. So there's many, many, many uh, ancient spiritual traditions that have gone beyond the personal, transpersonal, to feel the true interconnectedness of the unbounded infinite whole that we all collectively are and that we are all collectively evolving as. A really great word for this is metamorphosis. It's such an important word, metamorphosis. And Johann Wolfgang von Goethe was a crucial pillar in understanding metamorphosis, a huge studier of it. And that's basically what the evolution of consciousness is. It is metamorphosis. Okay, back to these transpersonal states. Thank you everyone for tuning in and for all these comments. We'll definitely get to addressing um, what you've been asking. So this idea of going beyond the personal, ultimately what we want to achieve is what is called non-dual states of consciousness, right? These studies of the interior of consciousness, of my own personal experience. What does it mean to be non-dual? What does it mean for me to feel like I'm everything all the time that's constantly evolving, that there is no more this line of separation between myself and the exterior, between the interior and the exterior. Yet at the same time, it's also beautiful to acknowledge what the West has brought forth, which is this, this individuation of consciousness, that you are the beautiful, unique, artistic expression that is in this collective symphony. 
Okay, so we have, we can carry both of these at the same time, this beauty of this unbounded infinite whole at the same time that we carry the beauty of me be, and you and all of us individuation of a unique artistic expression of consciousness. So we all contribute as a unique puzzle piece to the symphony that's unfolding. So we have that symphony analogy and all of the unique pieces of the symphony that is also all of our individual gifts. Okay, so this, these feelings, whatever path you end up taking to be able to experience on the interior this non-dual experience of reality and merging that together with your unique individual expression. There's several layers before non-dual. There's things like nature mysticism, like we were talking about with feeling the actual photosynthesis that's happening or feeling the actual trees or the mountains. But then there's deity mysticism. And then there's formless mysticism. And so this, these are things called like the psychic being or the uh, the 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 subtle being the causal being and then the um the non-dual being but we go beyond even that we go beyond even that in evolutionary consciousness in transpersonal psychology in evolutionary psychology we go beyond that because now what all of the great mystics of the last thousands of years have never been able to intuit because they never had computers we now discovered our ability to create semiconductors and run these computations. And as you can tell, our obsession, our channel is called simulation, that we are now at an unprecedented level of computational capacity. And we're just about 70 years or so really into this, this information age that all of these great sages and mystics of the past would have never been able to intuit which is simulation theory. We had a question earlier about if we're all in a game. So now we have to synthesize not only ancient spiritualities of the past evolutionary psychology, but we have to synthesize in artificial intelligence and simulation theory. And you can tell that by having this, these devices that are incredibly excellent at recording and then showing us what we've recorded, we can now, we're getting closer and closer to these indistinguishable virtual worlds. We're getting super, super on the way from, from Pong to indistinguishable virtual worlds in half a lifetime. Nuts. And what that's doing is that it's creating this layer, this visual layer that we look at and that we, be, and that we begin seeing, oh, wow. Okay. I think we get it now. We get what we did. We get what we are. We're starting to get it more and more. And if you think about it like that we as source made this reality for us to evolve, go through the process of metamorphosis and for us to evolve our consciousness and we embedded very specific things in this exploration for us to awaken and remember. For example, you take things like plant medicines and you realize that when you take plant medicines that you become all that is. Okay, that's a hilarious feature that we embedded. 
And so now we, we're being titrated a dose of remembering slowly over time as we evolve and awaken to the true nature of this reality. And what these, what these virtual worlds are showing us, these indistinguishable virtual worlds, is that we ourselves are approaching a singularity point. And again, these ancient spiritualities of the past didn't have simulation theory and computers to be able to, virtual worlds to be able to tell these things. Okay, so what does that mean then? Are we ourselves approaching a singularity point to create an Ouroboros, a full circle, where we ourselves continue the cycle of the evolution of consciousness? If we are truly source exploring infinity, there is much more infinity to explore and that there is more game for us to play and that we are in the process of figuring out how to embed even more complicated, fun, exploratory codes in these next iterations that we go through. As they say, turtles all the way down, in respect to 5-MeO-DMT, we can say toads all the way up. So in essence... It is all the evolution of consciousness. Metaphysics, the nature of reality, points to metamorphosis. If evolutionary psychology is understanding this, transpersonal psychology is understanding this, you synthesize the non-dual states of consciousness, you synthesize that with scientifically what we are discovering as children emerge from egocentric to ethnocentric and social-centric to world-centric to these transpersonal states of consciousness. So this is the big synthesis. You have to synthesize simulation theory with those things. And then you really start getting who we are, where we're going, and what the true nature of this reality really is. And you have to really embody, you have to embody the feeling of non-duality, which requires silence. That's the key. Leverage silence to quiet the monkey mind rather than being a laborer in a thought factory. Become the witness. Become the source. Become the sky rather than attaching yourself to the clouds of aversion and of craving be the sky, that non-dual sky, that witness. The more that we quiet our minds, the more we tap into this evolutionary process that's pulling, that's pulling, it's coming down into us and it's pulling us up to our next evolutionary layers because man is a transitional being. As Sri Aurobindo, Ken Wilbur, and so many of the other greats have been figuring out and trying to communicate, we are a transitionary being. And so leverage that silence, and you'll really beautifully see that silence be able to dissolve other people's negativity. 
you can kind of tell sometimes there's like this adverse force that comes either at you or through other people at you. And if you stay silent, equanimous, immobile, cellular immobility, when you stay that way, you dissolve the negative vibration that's there. It's very beautiful. So that silence will help you evolve your consciousness. It'll help you get to the transpersonal states of consciousness. But we really have to get to even the world-centric states of consciousness before we get to those transpersonal states of consciousness. So ask yourselves that these big questions, who are we, why are we here, where are we going, and how do we synthesize ancient spirituality, non-dual wisdom with evolutionary psychology and modernity of studying consciousness and also of simulation theory and where we are going with that. I'm calling this for this big project. I'm calling this the metamorphosis theory of everything. That's what it's being called. And it'll be out in a couple of months in its full detail. I'm trying to make this really like that digital Sistine Chapel where it's really beautifully disseminated via art and it's distilled via art and that it can last the test of time and people can really build on top of it and find great value in it. So it's taking me a while to put all these codes together. But that's it. That's it, everyone. I love you very much. I really appreciate everybody that's tuning into this channel and that cares about literally this channel, right? This channel. And um, that cares about the biggest questions. Thank you for caring about the biggest questions. Thank you for caring about evolving our individual consciousnesses and this collective consciousness to the next levels. I love you very much. Thanks, everyone, and happy episode number 666. It's a very celebratory uh, episode. And on none other than the evolution of consciousness. <laughs> Peace.